Warning, the following podcast may contain potential plot spoilers, but then again, it may not at all. Hello and welcome to Potential Spoilers, I'm Kieran and I'm joined by Maddie D. And they use a magical bed knob to travel around. Oh really, do they? They do. And oh, if you What did... a huge spoiler. Whoa! Whoa! We break ground here and if you didn't want to know that then you shouldn't be listening to the show because that is a spoiler. <laughs> Such a breakfast radio reaction. <laughs> <laughs> do you like that? Whoa! It's we just... welcome to the wet <laughs> we, just, we just need some sound effects like, like yeah. a duck quacking and you like, like a, the... a kazoo. No, the Fred Flintstone like uh, <laughs> temple block riot. The... <laughs> We're shameless here. We're just like divulging oh, to. Uh, okay, I'm, I'm just becoming like radio host guy. Yeah, you're, you're becoming. Whoa! You're becoming like uh, crackers of the frog man. <laughs> welcome to the show, everybody. And yeah, and if you didn't want to hear that, then you shouldn't be listening to the show because that was a spoiler that Manny D just gave us. I'm stealing his thing because he thing. forgot about it. I just said it. Oh, okay. Well, I'm doing in it in one again. breath. I'm doing it again. All right, we're already a mess. This is already a mess. Should we just give up and start again? No. No. Let's keep let's going. Let's power on through. Let's power on through. So, what if would you, Bette Midler do? Would you care to explain the premise of this podcast? For anyone who may be a fir- un- maybe unfortunate enough to be a first time listener, imagine if this was your first episode. They're like, "Oh my god, crackers and the frog man." <laughs> I don't even know who those people are. But if this is they're your not real fir- people, they're not. No, <laughs> can can I be the frog man? Yeah, of course. And your crackers, I'm crackers, yeah. Crackers. <laughs> I kind of like it. <laughs> have you have you designed a better show in your head? No, uh, <laughs> it's a much worse show. <laughs> okay, but this show, this show right here that you're listening to, the premise of it is that we watch all the upcoming blockbuster movies that you probably see advertised all over the place. We watch the trailer mm-hmm. for those movies and then we come on here and we try to guess as much of the plot as humanly possible. We have a lot of disagreements. Mm. I have my thoughts. Kieran has his thoughts. And then the movie yep. comes out and we see how close we were to getting the plot of that movie before it came out. And you say that we predict as much of the plot as humanly possible just based on the trailer. Now, that is going to be a real challenge this week because this week we're talking about Hocus Pocus 2. Don't think anyone was scrambling for a sequel to Hocus Pocus to begin with, but I guess we'll get into it in a sec, but there is no information on this movie whatsoever. At this stage, at the point of this recording, you watch another trailer will come out with all the plot details we need by the end of the week Yeah, before this episode comes out. But in the stuff that we have currently, the pre-release material, we just have nothing. All we know is that the Sanderson sisters have been resurrected and that's it. And we have one brief teaser trailer as well. Yeah, we have one brief teaser trailer. It looks like a new bunch of kids have resurrected mm-hmm. the Sanderson sisters. Yep. I don't believe they've lit the candle. Well, they do. We see that oh, in the they- trailer. Oh, yeah. No, we do. Sorry. You're, you're, you're right. Oh, man. Um, and I just want to point out as well that Maddie D and I are actually teaming up. Usually, we go and do a separate plot and then come back in and collaborate. But uh, this week, we're actually working together to come up with one on the spot, essentially. So, we haven't thought of anything in advance. I suppose we might have a few theories. But yeah, we have to agree on every plot point. We can't really have any disagreements. And that never works out for us. No. So, yeah, I guess uh, we'll see who's been paying attention and who knows their Hocus Pocus lore more as we, you know, try and dissect what might happen in this plot. So, let's get into talking about Hocus Pocus. So, the original Hocus Pocus movie came out in 1993 and it was a critical and commercial failure. Nobody liked the movie, didn't make any money in the box office, and it just got really bad critical scores. You can still see them on Rotten Tomatoes, but it slowly gained a cult following after being shown repeatedly on the Disney Channel each October over Halloween. So, they'd show it every single day. Throughout the entire month of Persistence October. paid off. So they're like, you're going to watch it until you like it. Yeah. And I guess yeah. it was like Stockholm Syndrome. People were like, oh, this is a Halloween tradition now. I've got to put on uh, <laughs> Hocus Pocus each Halloween. So it became a Halloween standard. A lot of people watch it as part of their Halloween tradition each uh, October. Now, on that note as well, I just want to point out that it is currently our Halloween season once again. I know it's not October yet. It's only August, but we've got to do it early because we've got to do all of our Halloween movies <laughs> in advance. 
So, over this season, over the next uh, four to eight episodes, we're going to be talking about scary movies. Movies that are scary to watch or movies that we're scared to watch. So, we're going to be revisiting a few movies that we might be uh, not too keen on revisiting. We're covering Antebellum, aren't we? Yep, we'll get there. (laughs) And so, this is a movie that may, first of all, be scary to watch and it may be something that we're scared to rewatch in the future. Who knows? I guess we'll decide when we, you know, really nut out what we think is going to happen in the movie. So... Matty D, I'm keen to know, what is your history with the original Hocus Pocus movie? Wow. Well, I watched this movie when I was very, 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 very young. Um, I don't know how old, but this movie came out in 93. I think I would have been around six, five, maybe. When you watched it, not in 93, obviously. Yeah. Well, I didn't watch it when it first came out, but I, I watched Nobody it later did. on. <laughs> I watched it later on. And this movie... I kind of got it confused with the witches movie, yeah, which yeah. terrified me, which we spoke about on a previous. Yeah, I was when I was watching Hocus Pocus for the first time. I was comparing it a lot to the witches. Mm. Yeah, and I, I we I, all know that you were too scared <laughs> to watch the witches. If you go back to one of our movie talk episodes we did recently, <laughs> so I had a kind of similar. To this day, he's never finished it. <laughs> no, I've never finished it. That's right. It was too scary for me. But yeah, I had a similar relationship with this movie. I thought it was the same movie. I thought they were interchangeable, so it scared me. And I remember my parents got me to watch it and they were like, no, that's not that scary. It's it's kind of funny, but I, it kind of terrified me. And watching mm. it again, I watched it um, for this show for the first time and, and it was kind of for weird. the first time in years. It's the first time in years because a lot yeah. of things flooded back to me. I, I remember like the guy with the, it, it was kind of like having a drunk night out and just people telling I, I thought you were going to say it was like childhood trauma <laughs> that you'd completely repressed. And then revisiting it, all like the trauma came back no, and you had a breakdown. Well, kind of, kind of. It's kind of like having a night out when you've been drinking heavily and then people tell you stuff and all of a sudden it flashes back to you. You're just like, I remember that. Like, I remember the guy with the ice in the back of shaved in the back of his head and like all these little- Oh, yeah, the bully. <laughs> all these little scenes. I was like, oh my God, that's like way back in my memory. But when I, and it all sort of came flooding back to me, my feelings of the movie. And I was really, really conflicted when I was a child watching this movie because- you were scared, um, but you were charmed at the same time. I was scared, and there were bits that I thought was funny, like her riding the vacuum cleaner I always thought was funny. <laughs> and, and then holding the cord and so the, she can't leave. The witches I was convinced were the bad guys, and I wanted my good guys to get away, but I also kind of liked the witches sometimes, and I, so right. I was really conflicted because I was like, they seem good, but I'm not. I'm scared of them, but like I kind of like them. And I was especially conflicted by uh, Sarah Jessica Parker's character that I was a little bit sweet on in my in oh, my really? youngest time. It was all time. that I was cleavage like, she was showing off in that Well, movie. I was too young for that, Kieran, but I was like, she's like really pretty and she sounds nice and ah. Oh. And so that was coming back to me. She's I was like, the dumb oh one. yeah, oh yeah, I had the hots for Sarah Jessica Parker in this movie. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so that's my history. And what were your thoughts revisiting it? That's what I want to know. I had a lot of fun revisiting it. It had a lot of charm. It was so silly. And Did you have a bit of nostalgia around yes. it? Yes. Well, it was just kind of like, all these things, uh, all these memories came back. I was like, I remember this. I remember this. I remember this. I remember being scared of that. And then realizing, oh my God, that's not really that scary when you look at it. It's so hokey. It's so so pokey. It's so hokey, but it's kind of cool because (laughs) bad acting, bad writing, like the kid who was supposed to be Leonardo DiCaprio was just so, (laughs) yo dude, I'm from California. So silly. But it reminded me of another actor that I couldn't quite put my finger on from another movie that came out around the same time. All of these guys were so, like, early 90s teen sort of lead actors were so interchangeable (laughs) that I was like, he looks exactly like another... He looked like the kid from Small Soldiers. That's what it was. Ah, the Small Soldiers kid. Yeah, that's who he reminded me of. I guess so. But he wasn't that guy. I haven't seen it in a while, but... um, but That's a great movie to revisit, by the way. It was... Small Soldiers. Small Soldiers is in a bad way, in a good way, because I love that movie. Both, yeah. Yeah. I think it's still really good, to be honest. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I always wondered why the special they effects hold up really well. I always wondered why they didn't make a second one of those. I thought the first it was one was a failure. Really, quite like this movie, oh. quite like Hocus Pocus was Damn. a was a failure. Damn, 
Maybe they'll bring that back. Who knows? Probably oh, not. Small Soldiers oh. 2, 2022. <laughs> Boom. Imagine what they could do with that. Yeah, that'd be amazing. I, I'm, I'm actually rooting for that now. Can we do that instead of Hocus Pocus <laughs> All right, 2? Let, we'll, we'll make that a special episode one time. But um, mm. yeah, Hocus Pocus, it was kind of fun just watch the three witches just like chew the scenery. And, they, and they're obviously, Oh man, that was the whole movie. They were obviously having so much fun. Like and, and that was the joy for me. I was I was having a blast, and it had a lot of charm, and it was really silly, and it was just like what you needed from a Hollywood movie. So I had a few drinks a when Disney I watched it, though. Horror movie. Did yeah. you know it's actually categorized as a horror movie? It's a dark comedy fantasy horror movie. Yeah, technically, really. Mm. It's kind of weird, isn't it? Because well, I, there's a lot of horror elements I, in there. I can understand why it flopped because I was watching it. and I was like, who's this marketed for? Yeah, nobody. It it kind of is too, too scary, scary for, for kids, kids. Yeah, and then too lame for adults. Yeah. So I guess if you're like in your tweens, maybe, maybe it's kind of like a Goosebumps movie. Yeah, exactly. In a in a way, except, which I guess there's an audience. Goosebumps for that. is still scarier. <laughs> yeah, I was scared of this movie. I remember yeah, that opening well, scene where um. Do you want me to get into my history as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So as I mentioned last week, I'd never watched Hocus Pocus because I thought it was going to be too scary. So the <laughs> first ever footage of Hocus Pocus that I saw, knowing nothing about the movie, it was just on TV one day, and I was just like, "Oh, what's this?" Was when uh, Billy Butcherson, the zombie. Pops out of the yeah. the manhole, and then the manhole ends up getting run over, and his fingers get severed. <laughs> that was the only scene I saw of the movie, and I was like, "What the hell is this? this? Looks this looks way too scary. Like that guy looks way too frightening. I don't want to watch that movie." So I never did. I never watched it until last Thursday. So I watched it for this show. Of course, I had to do my research, and it was actually a lot darker than I was expecting it to be. Oh, okay. The movie was a hell of a lot darker. So I, when I went in, I was like, "It's a Disney movie. It's not going to be that dark. It's going to be very sort of goofy and over the top." Well, a child dies at the start in the opening and, scene. Yeah, a child dies, and I was waiting for that to be rectified. And the child comes back to life. It's like, nope. nope, she's dead through the whole thing. She comes back as a ghost at the very end. Yeah, and yeah, the idea of the, you know the little children are always in peril. The they almost kidnap a whole bunch of well, they almost kill like a whole bunch of children that they bewitch right at the end of the movie. And my expectations were completely like off for the for the original movie as well because I presumed that the three witches were going to be the main characters. I didn't realize that we were going to get like you know young children characters as well who are the leads, and then the Sanderson sisters are the villains. I always thought that the main characters were the Sanderson sisters, and it would be sort of like fish out of water comedy. I mean, we get elements. There's a of little that, bit of that, yeah. But I thought the movie would be from their point of view essentially. I didn't realize that they were the villains that the the heroes had to overcome. Yeah, and they never redeemed themselves. There's I thought they were going to be good witches essentially. Yeah, there's never a moment where even the two nicer sisters kind of... The two dumber sisters, you mean? Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They like... both played as, like, zero IQ idiots. <laughs> they were great in this movie. I thought though. they were really annoying. Oh, really? Honest. Yeah. Did, uh, I'm guessing... In, fact, in all three witches, all three of the witches, I thought, all three of the Sandersons, I thought, were really annoying. What? And I thought the two of the child actors were really flat compared to the witches. See, They're in a different movie. And then, of course, Thora Birch, who played the, the youngest daughter, what was her name, Danny. Yeah. I thought she was good. She had the right level of energy for the movie. But the other two teenagers, I'm like, they're so, like, blank. And then the Sandersons, yeah, are like, well, they're too over the top. I cannot listen to this right now. I cannot listen to this. You, you found them annoying? Yeah, for the most part. I loved it. I loved them. Sometimes they were good, but most of the time they were a bit too silly for me. Okay. you got to realise I'm going in as a jaded 30-something-year-old man <laughs> watching a Disney movie from the 90s for the first time. I'm not right. going to go in being like, man, this hits my sweet spot. This right, okay. silliness, them riding on the... I did laugh at them riding on the vacuum cleaner. The riding on the vacuum cleaner is a great one. Coming out and with the, the mop. mop. Yeah. <laughs> and a regular broom. Look at you. Your icy heart is melting Like I already. said, there were moments where it worked, but for the most part, like where they're like, oh, what is a road? What's a bitumen road? What is this river? They Come don't, on. They don't know what a road is, but they know a song from after they died <laughs> perfectly well. They're saying, I put a spell on you which came out this century even though they weren't around to learn it. 
They wrote it initially. Um, I didn't realize that the one of the witches was practically a dog. I was like, hang on a second. Yeah, Mary. <laughs> What's this about? Yeah, Mary, Mary was practically a dog. Like her but- power is she can sniff out children, <laughs> and that's it. Yeah, that's all she does. Which we're pretty important power. Yeah, and then was Sarah Jessica Parker had the power to bewitch the children through song. Yeah, she sings. And then Winifred had the brains. Uh, she had electricity and... Yeah, she had like the Emperor's powers <laughs> yes. from Star Wars. So it was like the Emperor, the Child Catcher and uh, I don't know who's somebody who sings. The Pied Piper of Pamelon. Yeah. Of Hamelon, sorry. Pamelon. Siren. <laughs> Babylon. <laughs> Pamelon, I said that's not even a thing. Anyway, let's move on to I- tell you about Hocus Pocus 2, the sequel. So this has been rumoured since 2014. So all the way back in 2014, I think Bette Midler said, yes, I'm in talks to do a sequel. Beautiful. And then in 2015, she said, I don't think there's ever going to be a sequel because they ended talks and she's like, nah, it's never going to happen. And then as of 2018, they confirmed that this was actually happening. And so the movie was obviously filmed in 2021. However, due to disastrous test screenings, they've actually had to go back and reshoot a lot of the movie, which I think is only a bad sign. Yeah, and we've said this already, but this movie is going straight to streaming services. That's right, it's, it's going straight to Disney Plus. Cinema cinematic release, which no, is they learned from the first time. Which is telling. Which yes. is telling. Yeah. So. I'm not gonna say anything about the quality of Chip and Dale since I had a great time watching that. Oh, that, that movie. was awesome. But that went straight to Disney Plus as well. But watching that movie, there was a reason why that went straight to uh Disney Plus. And I have the feeling that it's going to be the same circumstance here as well. And I think the fact that we're not seeing any promotional material, even though the movie's coming out next month, mm. I think is a bad sign. I, as we learned from The Kitchen, I think that means they don't have a lot of faith in the movie and they're just waiting until the last minute to do like the, the obligatory sort of marketing push just to get, you know, bums in couches. People yeah. tuning in to Disney Plus to actually check out the movie. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I guess they're hoping it'll be like a Halloween we've seen this. We've seen this before in the past where they don't have a lot of faith in something. They just really shy away from the marketing. But maybe maybe all these reshoots will pay out and it'll be a fantastic movie. I suppose maybe. we'll find out next month. And I like as well, it's not even coming out on Halloween. It's coming out the month before Halloween. Yeah. What does that tell you? Uh, it tells me that their timing is completely off, but maybe they're throwing it out there. They just, don't have faith in it. Yeah, they're throwing so it out. So they've got something obviously coming out in October that they they really want to push, something in cinemas most likely. Mm-hmm. And they're like, we can't have it competing with Hocus Pocus 2. Hocus so. Pocus might blow it out of the yeah. water. Well, you know, they want people, as much people watching Hocus Pocus 2 as possible right. to get the return on investment. Yeah. So, yeah. Also, if you put it, if you put Hocus Pocus out early, then at least like you you can get the views in for. Hocus oh, they're Pocus. gonna they're gonna play it on the Disney Channel repeatedly and then, from September thirtieth to October thirty. Or at least or at least advertise it, you know, on on Disney Plus when it comes to October. Be like, boom, Hocus Pocus too. Watch yeah. it. Hmm. Yeah, who knows? I don't know how the Disney mind Look how works. cynical we are. Don't know how they how they do things down there in El Disney. Let's talk about who's in this movie and what we think their impact is going to be on the plot. So we have a few returning characters who I'm very happy to see. So, of course, returning as Winifred Winnie Sanderson, the smartest of the witches, is Bette Midler. Of course, we've talked about Bette Midler before. She was grandmama in The Addams Family. Yep. And I think back in that those episodes, we said, oh, she's the you know one of the witches from Hocus Pocus. Yes. So yes. You asked me before we started the show, what is Bette Midler even famous <laughs> for outside of the, the witches? Not the witches, sorry, Hocus Pocus. Yeah. Her singing career, Kieran. Yeah, of course, Wind Beneath My Wings. <laughs> but I was thinking about movies. I couldn't think of any movies that she did. Mm, yeah, I haven't seen any of her earlier work personally, but I- I've seen Hocus Pocus now. <laughs> I've go. certainly seen all the Addams Family movies, the animated ones that she was in. <laughs> You're a fan. 
So next up returning is the character of Mary Sanderson. That's the one who's a dog. Is Kathy Najimy, who I've never seen or heard before in anything. I love that she did the Rambo face throughout the entire first movie. Did yes. you notice that? I didn't. I, I didn't remember. I remember her in the movie, and I remember her just being the funny one. I didn't remember her having like the Rambo sort of like out the side, side of, of her, her mouth. mouth. Yeah, she doesn't actually look like that in real life. So it's not like I'm making fun of a no, like no, a no, physical no. deformity or something like that. I mean, I am with Sylvester Stallone. It's a character choice. That but she's I noticed she's doing it in the new trailer as well. So that's just her character yeah, yeah, speaking that's... out the side of her mouth like she's Angelica well, Pickles tell, tell you what it kind of reminds me of it, 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 it's kind of like a cartoon almost yes she's, she's very like much being, a cartoon character and it, it's kind of like uh, I was trying to pick like what cartoon dog she was doing but I kind of swear she's doing like a Hanna-Barbera character yeah like Hong Kong Fooey or something like that <laughs> not, not underdog Fooey I was thinking of like Muttley or something yeah maybe maybe so next up returning is the character of Sarah Sanderson is Sarah Jessica Parker that must be a hard name for them to remember Sarah she's got Sanderson the same- She's got the same first name. Now, she is, as we said, she's the siren one. She's the one who attracts in all the children with her song. I think it, it goes without saying all of these characters are probably best, with the exception of Sarah Jessica Parker, Sex in the City, of course. Yes. They're all probably best known to our audience as being in the original Hocus Pocus, so we don't really need to get into... Uh, uh, Sarah Jessica Parker was also in Dudley Do-Right. Oh, she was too, with mm-hmm. Brendan Fraser. Mm-hmm. And uh, Alfred Molina. <laughs> what a fantastic movie that was. Everyone where's knows her from where's that. the sequel to that, Disney? Yeah! Brendan Fraser's back. He's, he's, he's having a renaissance right now. Bring back Dudley Do-Right. So next up, returning is the character of Billy Butcherson, who was the lover of both uh, Winifred and Sarah before he was what killed by Winifred. A champion. Lucky he's, man. He's uh, Doug Jones. He was a zombie in the first movie with his mouth sewed shut. He's coming back, presumably, as the zombie Billy Butcherson yes. again in this movie. So Doug Jones... He was Abe Sapien in the original Hellboy movies, and he was the the alien sex monster, the the, the underwater creature from uh, The Shape of Water. Do you remember that movie? I never watched it, but I know that one. That was um, I was trying to think of the actor there, and it just completely blanked. But yes, I do remember that movie. Is that the one where the woman has a relationship with a fish man? I thought it was the man has a relationship with a fish woman. Is it? No, it's the other way around. It's the other way around. Yeah. Okay. And I'm pretty sure that was Doug Jones. And he played a few villains on Buffy as well, I believe. He's got a very slim physique, and he's really good with uh, physical performances, which is why he's always playing people in costumes. Cool. Surprised that he's back, but I guess he was a big part of this originally. Yeah, I think you have to have him back here. Mm. So, obviously, his impact is going to be... He's going to be doing something similar to in the first movie, but I think rather than working for the Sandersons, he's going to be working against the Sandersons. Totally agree. I think they're going to resurrect him. Because he became a hero at the end of the first movie. Yeah. So, he was chasing the children around, and then it was revealed... like, I don't actually want to chase you, you kids around. I just want to help get my mouth unstitched so I can tell you how much I hate the Sanderson sisters. <laughs> he was a great character in that original it's movie. Fun. My favorite part, my favorite gag in the whole movie, the one thing that actually made me laugh out loud was when he's resurrected for the first time and he's lo- looking around all confused. And then he turns around and sees his gravestone and, and works out that he's dead and like goes, huh. <laughs> <laughs> And shrugs his hands. <laughs> like, oh, figures. <laughs> so we've talked about the original cast. Uh, everyone who we talk about from this point onward is only going to be new ones. But what do you think the Sanderson sisters' impact on this new movie is going to be? Uh, I, I think it's going to follow a lot of the beats of the original movie. Sure, I think so they're, they're resurrected with the black candle. They're resurrected. They cause a muck. They chase the children. The children. They're going to sing another song and bewitch all the adults oh, again. Yeah, absolutely. That's in the trailer, so. Absolutely. And then our heroes, our teenage heroes, have got to defeat yep. them and somehow. I, th- I think it'll be a very strong 
Sanderson sister movie, so they'll they'll be given mm. a lot of screen time. Also, um, of course, if they're smart, they'll do that. I don't know if you were going to mention it later, but I'm seeing actors cast as the young version. Yeah, of those. I was going to get into that. All right, all right, we'll we'll save it for talking. But I, that really interests me because I was yeah. like, huh? Yes, exactly. I have some theories about that, and if you're intelligent, you should too. <laughs> we know where this is going. So let's well, maybe about, let's but, talk about our new cast. I've right. got two theories with that, and we'll discuss them and we'll decide on what's more sensible. But let's talk about our new cast. So mm-hmm. our main hero of the movie, Becca, is being played by Whitney P who's probably best known for being in The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Speaking of Sabrina, <laughs> how much is Sabrina the Teenage Witch a rip-off of Hocus Pocus? They've got the same character, the talking cat. Well. Who, who I don't know if he's appearing in this movie. So, I mean, a talking cat is so something that's Thackeray done. So Thackeray Binks in the original movie, that, that movie came out three years before Sabrina the Teenage Witch. I know that Sabrina the Teenage Witch was a Harvey comic from, you know, back in the day. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if Salem appeared in those comics, but in the TV show, the character of Salem... He was a child from back in, you know, the witch trial times who was turned into a, a black cat by witches. Right. And was cursed to be immortal for his, you know, for the rest of existence. Yep. The exact same thing is with Thackeray Binks in uh, Hocus Pocus. So, someone's ripping off somebody. And I think it's Sabrina the Teenage Witch because that came out three years later. Well, the talking black cat, we see that a lot. We see that like in, in what? Sailor Moon. We see that in Kiki's Delivery Service. Yeah, that's anime. That's a complete, you know. Oh, okay. I'm talking like live action stuff. Right. And let's not forget that Sabrina the Teenage Witch is also about witches as well mm. in modern day. And, you know, same fish out of water comedy, same sort of jokes. So I think they were sort of banking on the success. So like the, the cult success of Hocus Pocus when they did Sabrina the Teenage Witch, because they're like, well, obviously kids like this Hocus Pocus thing. <laughs> so let's, oh, I don't know. This is completely unfounded. But right. I was just like, when I was watching it, when I saw the incredibly bad CGI on Thackeray Binks and Hocus oh Pocus. Oh my God. Because it's a real cat for the most part. Yeah, with a CGI face. Because I watched their making of this and they they had a lot of trouble with the cat. So yeah. they were, they were going to do the cat for real for the whole movie, but the cat was super uncooperative. So they had yeah. to like do animatronics around it and like, you know, f- the, for the cat talking. And, it oh. wasn't animatronics, it was CGI. Oh, CGI, sorry. But- um. Because animatronics would have looked better. It did not look going good. from Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Did Rich. not look good. What do you reckon Becca's impact on the movie is going to be? Well, she's our hero. She's, she's the hero. Yeah, I, I feel like she's going to be a. From what we understand, she's like a like an outsider. Not necessarily like a nerdy character, but she's no. she's not a part of the popular clique at school. She's got a good friend called Cassie. Cassie Trask. No. She had a former friend called Cassie Trask, who I believe is the mayor's daughter, and she's one of the popular kids in school. But when they were children, they were good friends. Mm-hmm. From the looks of the trailer, Cassie still likes yes. Becca. She's still polite to her, but she's really just not in their friend group. <laughs> really like she's saying there's a potential lesbian relationship <laughs> maybe, there. Maybe. Who I knows? don't think so. Who knows? I don't think it's that kind of movie. Um, I mean, it's Disney. They, they've got to force some sort of, you know, non-heteronormative I relationship I kind of got that everything. vibe from the trailer, though. Like, maybe there's... I think they, they were just suggesting that they used to be friends, but their their relationship is kind of awkward now because they're not in the same clique. Well, I think, yeah, I think Becca is going to be, like, a sort of nerd for the Salem world and witches yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah, she's an aspiring witch as well, so from she's, what we understand. She's really into that, and we're going to learn a lot about the events of the previous movie. And we understand and it's her 16th birthday as well, yes. which is when witches come into their power, apparently, Ooh, in this universe. Go, there you go. So she's going to be a witch enthusiast, and then I think um, Cassie's going to be like the popular person that's not into that sort of stuff as much. And they end up popular. having to team up to yes. fight the witches because yeah. of their, you know, whatever they, old friendship they used to have. They become understand. friends again. Yeah, exactly. And of course, we've got her other friend, Izzy, who we see in the trailer. She's probably Becca's only friend. She's being played by Belissa Escobedo. Mm-hmm. All of these actors, I have no idea what they're from. No. I don't think they have much of a career. I don't even think Belissa has a, an IMDb page or a, a Wikipedia page. She which, does not. Which does is not the indication that they're not anybody at this stage. <laughs> yeah, not yet. 
Not, not yet. yet. Not yet. And I should point out as well that Cassie Trask is being played by Lilia Buckingham. Mm. Now, back to Izzy. It says in the promotional material that Izzy is the person that lights the candle. Yeah, that's right. Um, and I'm he- I'm seeing a red flag here because she's described as quirky, a quirky yes. best friend, which worries me. Yes, that's the only thing they say about her. <laughs> Becca's quirky best friend. So, comic relief, possibly clumsy person that does stuff yeah. and, and screws up things. Likeable character that's not our hero or yeah. heroes. It's going to be the Shaggy and Scooby-Doo to uh, the rest of the mystery. Do you think she'll be cowardly? Gang. Yeah, probably. probably. I don't know. Maybe. Somebody has to. I'm, I'm guessing Becca, since she's an aspiring witch, will probably be more brave. Yeah. And my theory is as well that I think Becca will actually have witch powers by the end of the movie. She'll use her own well, witch powers to combat the Sandersons. She's going to use the book, I think. Yeah, most likely. Because that book, the, the book bound in human flesh with an eyeball on it is back in this movie. We know that. So we should just round out the rest of the cast as well. So playing the character of Jeffrey Trask, who of course is Cassie's father and the mayor of uh, Salem. Are they in Salem? Is that right? Yeah, I think so. They were in the first movie. Now, he's being played by Tony Hale, who you'll probably remember as playing Sporky in Toy Story 4. (laughs) Welcome back to the show, Tony. Welcome back. Next up, we have a mysterious character known as the Witch, who we don't know too much about her aside that she's a, a mysterious character. She's being played by Hannah Waddingham. Don't know too much about that actor either. And then playing the character of Gilbert, who apparently owns a, a magic shop. So the house where the Sandersons used to live became a museum in the first movie, and now it's a magic shop. Cool. So they cool. sell sort of like witch memorabilia and replicas of the magic book. So that's all of our cast. That's all of our characters. Uh, I don't know what the impact... Let's just get into the mayor straight away. Let's get into mm. Jeffrey. I'm not quite sure what his impact is going to be. My guess is just comic relief, knowing Tony Hale. If the, if the first movie is anything to go by, I'm going to say that the adults are going to be very much out of the way for most of the picture. Remember the parents and, in fact, all the adults in the town were just dancing throughout the entirety of the second half of the original Hocus Pocus? Mm. So, I think something similar is going to happen here. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, so, it's going to be like a kid-driven while the adults, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Else, so, the adults are going to be in there mainly just for comic relief. I think the mayor is going to set up this carnival, this presumably Halloween carnival that we see in the trailer, which is where the Sandersons are going to perform at a concert and presumably bewitch all of the adults into, I don't know, doing dancing again, dancing the night away. Yeah. So, I think that's as much as we need to go into with the mayor. Yeah. He's going to live in a big house. He's not going to do much. And they might go to him at a certain point in the movie, and he's just going to be useless. And how do you think the witch is going to work into it? The witch? character, yeah. The witch. Okay, so I'm a little bit conflicted here, because i got two thoughts. Um, one thought is that she could possibly be the real antagonist, and our three witches... Mm. This is a bold prediction, right? Okay. Um, and the three witches could kind of be somewhat of our good guys. Otherwise, she could appear in a flashback because there's younger versions of our original witches. I think we see her in the trailer in modern day. She is. So, I don't think it's a flashback. Yes. Oh, by the way, uh, this actress was in Ted Lasso and Sex Education. Just want to okay. point that out there because they're two big shows at the moment. Two things I'm not familiar with. No, but they're, they're pretty popular at the moment. Mm. But yes... It's My a- theory is that yeah. she's like a phony. Like she's, Maybe. She is in the town and people think she's a witch, but then eventually when she's she confronted by out. the Sanderson, oh. she's, she's not actually a witch. It could be. It could be. Or, or maybe she's pretending to be because we see RuPaul's in this movie and then we see those um, characters who are drag version of the Sanderson sisters. Yeah, that's so right. So it could be like a show. Did you describe them as RuPaul's? No, I said RuPaul is in this movie. Oh, RuPaul is one of the drag uh, Sanderson's. Well, I don't, I don't know. I don't think they are, but... Um, I, I do know that there are drag Sanderson sisters in this My movie. guess is that at the Halloween concert, there are the drag, they're doing like a drag uh, concert. They're doing like a drag show. And then, of course, the real Sandersons turn up and take over the concert and they have like their drag alternatives. This is like backup dancers is what I'm well, imagining. We, we see that kind of in the trailer, right? They say, oh, we assume you're looking for a stage. And they go, absolutely. And right. they're going to go up and do this. Oh, stuff. wait. So that guy is just presuming that they're, they're drag queens. Yes. 
I think that's a great thing. I like that better. I like that better. So there's supposed to be like a drag show version of the Sandersons at this Halloween carnival. Mm. But instead, the real Sandersons turn up and they get mistaken for the drag queens. (laughs) Yes. And then they can do their song. Yeah, exactly. And they bewitch all of the adults and the adults are out of the picture for the rest of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Could be. We're there already. I think think when approaching this movie, because the trailer is not really helpful at all, we really got to think about who this movie is marketed towards. And it's going to be marketed to... Banking on nostalgia and yeah. also geared towards children. People in their early thirties now. Yeah, but it's going to be really geared towards children. So I think it. It. I think it might just be teenagers. like a lazy retread of the original yeah. movie. Yeah, like a requel. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they're going to do anything crazy in this movie. No. Um. Given that it's going straight to Disney Plus, I'm not imagining it's like a world sprawling action adventure. It's no. Going to all take place within the one town. We're going to see a lot of the same shenanigans we saw from it's, the first movie. It's going to follow the same beats as Should the we just go movie. through beat by beat and work out what we think is going let's, to happen? Let's do it. So, of course, we know that there are young versions of the Sanderson sisters, so that can only indicate one of two things. Okay. I mean, Childhood flashback. Yes, of course. So, we see the Sandersons <laughs> in the Middle Ages. Not the Middle Ages, that would be ridiculous. In sort of like early founding of America times where they're children, presumably, and mm-hmm. learning magic. Just to, you know, introduce us to these characters and, and give us a bit of background that we didn't get from the first movie. And we know that all movies have a childhood flashback. Yes. The other theory, and I'm sure you have the same theory, is that presumably they kill so many children and absorb so much life essence from so many children that they become children themselves. Though I can't really see that happening because that would mean they'd have to kill a lot of children on screen. Yes, yes. So that- I think childhood flashback is the safer route. What are your thoughts? That's my thinking as well. I thought of the same thing. I thought maybe at the end they could get what they want and they could become really, really youthful at the end of the movie. Because, I mean, that's a power that they have. They can suck yeah. the, the youth, the spirit out of yeah, children. Yeah, that's right. Uh, but it seems to make more sense. And the original movie started with a flashback. Well, I guess, yes. yeah, well yeah, it did start with a flashback that's as well. Right. So I think, I think that is the safest option. It must be them becoming magic and, you know, we see them as children mm. and then them learning magic for the first time, which will be sort of like a, a storyline parallel to um, Becca's character. Because yes. we decided that she's going to develop magic. So as they're well and sixteen. Because do we know how old these? Um... I think they're a lot younger than sixteen. Right. So we can just, uh, you know, whatever. Okay. We All right. I'm going to I'm going to pitch something to you. Uh, the witch is like their teacher or something. They're teaching the Sanderson sisters how to use magic. But then that doesn't really work with the law, right? No. No, that doesn't quite work with the law. No. Um, and for a second, I thought it might be their mother because they say, you know, the they, they mentioned their mother in the first movie, but they mentioned that the mother's dead. So mm-hmm. that can't quite be the case. Maybe it's them getting the book off the devil. That could be fun to see. How, how funny like was that devil, devil scene in the, in the party? Yeah, that was great. <laughs> in the <Annoying>. first movie. <laughs> annoying characters. Come they were on. still annoying. <laughs> Doesn't mean the scene's not great. So... We see that the magic book is amongst sort of like replicas of the magic book yeah. inside the, the former museum, now magic shop. All right, we're going through beat by beat. So we've already started with the childhood flashback, establishing our witches as children. What information do we get from the childhood flashback, though? Is it just a reintroduction I to think, the Sanderson sisters? Yeah, a or- reintroduction to the Sandersons. As, as I said, a plot parallel to with, with Becca's character, who, as I said, is just presumably going to become a witch. So we see them becoming witches. So, so we're we going to see- sow a seed for the later movie for something... I don't know what. We already are. We already are. We're showing, you know, how witches develop into their magic. Cool, cool. Because what else would you do with a flashback with them as children? I don't know. Them talking about a spell that they will be trying to do throughout the whole movie, much similar to the original. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. I've got no ideas. Okay. We'll, we'll stick with that. Then. So, we'll flash forward to modern day. We have to be reintroduced to the events of the last movie. So, 
obviously in the school setting, we're going to be back in the high school setting and we're going to hear about the, uh, the Sanderson sisters from the, from the school or someone's telling the story about the Sanderson sisters. And of course, we've got our two outcasts, Becca and Izzy, and it's well, Becca's birthday. It can be Becca giving a school report on yeah, that's the true. Sanderson sisters. That could be cute. And all the other kids make fun of her because yeah. she wants to be a witch. That's so lame. Her, like witchy woman. Yeah, she's like a goth girl. Yeah, pretty much. We know that it's her birthday, and we're, we, of course, find this out because Cassie approaches her and says, happy birthday. We see this in the trailer and says, what, what are your big plans for tonight? I think she says, you know, we're going to order some pizza and have a scary movie marathon. Same old stuff as usual. You remember when you used to come around to my birthdays? Oh, that's sad. Back before you became popular and <laughs> didn't like us anymore. But we know in actuality that they're planning to do like a, a summoning ritual of the Sanderson sisters, not realizing that it's actually going to work. Right. So I think because she's an aspiring witch, Becca, that is, that she frequents the the magic shop, the Sanderson sisters' former house, and she has somewhat of a relationship with Gilbert, sort of like a, a friendly sort of... Yeah, she comes in all the time. She buys stuff from him. Repertoire with, yeah. with Gilbert. And he's always like excited to, to speak with her because he believes in the witches and she believes in them as well, but everyone else sort of doesn't remember what happened or didn't believe that it was a real thing because I don't think it was ever really confirmed no. to anybody that this happened. Not at all, no. And I just want to point out as well that I don't think the original heroes, so the the brother, what was his name? Uh, Max. Max, Danny, and Allison. I don't F- think- Miss Forgettable. I don't think, yeah, Miss, exactly. Miss Cardboard. Sorry, sorry, but you got to do something. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. She was just there to help. Oh, she was so, yeah, anyway. I don't think they're going to return or be mentioned in this sequel at all. Because I'm not seeing them credited at all. Yeah, no, maybe mentioned. I, I, yeah. The only person I could see coming back is Thora Birch because she was she used to be somewhat of a well known actor. Uh-huh. Only three years, sorry, six years after doing Hocus Pocus, she did American Beauty. So, <laughs> yeah, crazy, hey? Yeah, <laughs> crazy. Yeah, absolutely crazy. Since she was 17 in that movie, that's 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 insane. Wow, that's all I could think about when I was watching Young Thora Birch. I was like, this years. poor actress. <laughs> Oh dear. And then now she's not in anything. So that's why I'm skeptical that even she will return at all. So I, I don't think any of the original cast are going to return or really be mentioned beyond they, our like Sandersons and Billy Butcherson. Unless they come back as a talking cat, that'd be sick. That was my big question. We see a black cat in the trailer, though. The, there's no reason for Thackeray Binks to return at all. No. I don't it's think his storyline's finished and his yeah, spirit's passed. His spirit's on. passed. And I don't I think Proby's doing better things, busting criminals in uh Oh, in is that him? Yes, that is him. Yeah, that's a young Proby. Oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my god. I was like, who is that? It's Proby. Yeah. I, I didn't even realise that until right now. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's not credited either, so I don't think that he will return as Thackeray if Thackeray is going to return at all. Mm. It doesn't make sense for him to return, so I think they'll just have a black cat there as a reference to that, but it wouldn't make sense in the storyline, given the continuity of the previous movie, that he should return. No, he shouldn't. And they probably want to separate themselves from uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch yes, these yes. days as well. And, uh, and it, you know, it makes no sense for Max to be there. It makes no sense for Danny to be there. No. Presumably, they've grown up and moved on. Yeah. They've gone back to California. Like Max always you know, wanted. Become a rock star in California, man. Yeah, he teams up with the Wild Stallions. <laughs> I wonder what happened to those bullies in those cages. They died. <laughs> they just died, they died in the cages. Maybe in this movie, you'll see their skeletons. Yeah, I'd love that so much. If just like in the magic shop, <laughs> there's just two skeletons in cages hanging from the ceiling. That would be so funny. It'd be cool to see them again. They're not credited in, the, no. in this movie either, so I doubt they're coming back. And that's yeah. such a passe sort of early 90s thing to have the two bullies. Yes. The two bully characters who beat up the main character and harass him for no real reason. Mm. Steal his shoes. 
as we said a couple of, uh, I can't remember how, whenever we talk about high school movies, we always say that it's they don't really do bullies that no. much in movies. I remember in Ghostbusters Afterlife, we mentioned that, you know, I, I said that Phoebe in that movie would have a bully character and there was nothing like that at all. Yeah, there was a deleted scene where it happens, but it got cut from the movie. So, this movie will probably follow a similar yeah. trend. I mean, I think- It's not trendy to have bullies in movies anymore. I, I think Becca- and um, they'll probably be laughed at by the other students, though I don't think there'd be a specific bully character going around harassing anybody. No, no, no. I think I think they won't. I think they'll be friends with, uh, as in Becca and Cassie will be friends. Oh, sorry. They'll be friendly. So Becca and Izzy. Izzy. Be- Becca and Izzy will be friends. They're outcasts. And yeah. they're outcasts. They don't really hang around with anybody else. They're misunderstood. Yeah. But, Goths, um, as you said. Yeah, but they're not. Yeah. And Cassie is still friendly with Becca, but she's a part of a popular group, which is why they're not close friends anymore. As we said, we're, they're gonna, she's going to get wrapped up. Cassie's going to get wrapped up in this whole witch adventure. Absolutely. And uh, that's how their friendship is going to re-blossom. They're going yeah. to work out all their issues over the course of trying to defeat these witches. Maybe Izzy's going to another party, like a, a popular party, and then she ends up roped up into... Cassie. Yeah. Not Izzy. Oh, sorry. Ca- Cassie is the popular one. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. Cassie's at a, at, a, at, a, at a popular party and then yeah. gets roped in later on in the movie with the, with the other two girls. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so. And like I said, I think she has affection for Becca. Yeah. As a friend, obviously. I don't think it's going to be like potential love interest sort of stuff there. Because not everything has to be, you know, a romance in these No, movies. I just got that vibe from the trailer, but I definitely agree okay. with you that they won't go in that direction. Right. So, yeah, she's she still likes Becca, but she she's worried about her image. And it's not until like the whole town is threatened that she really reconnects with Becca. And they're able to talk it out throughout the course of the movie. Yeah, what a bad friend. And become proper friends by the end. <laughs> right. So, so, we still haven't mentioned the Sanderson sisters. Yes, well, so let's get up to it. It's so, Becca's birthday. Yep. They go to the, the magic shop. I'm presuming she's going to steal the candle when like so. Gilbert's looking the other well, way. He's got to talk about the candle. He's like, this yeah. candle here, summon, da 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 And of course, she's going to be like wide-eyed and be like, That's heck, amazing. heck yeah. yes, let's do it. Yes. Maybe she's a little bit sceptical. So, we know that Gilbert talks to Becca about how when witches turn 16, that's when they Mm -hmm. come into their powers. So, he talks about that. He says, oh, you know, the Sanderson sisters, when they were 16, they they did this and this and this. And this day, they were actually, they came back to the town. Legend says they came back to the town back in 1993, uh, like 29 years ago. Yes, and sung songs and rode vacuum cleaners. Yeah. And it wasn't until they uh, the, the candle went out, they were brought back by the candle. It wasn't until the candle burned out that they were... Turn back to dust again and, and cursed to be dead again for the rest of eternity. And so this candle holds a lot of power. And Becca's like, that's very interesting. What's that out the window? <laughs> and she puts it in her pocket and runs yeah. out. So my theory is that Becca will... I'm happy for Becca to steal the candle, but I don't think her intention is to light it. I think her intention is to like study it. And yeah. then it'll be... Or just use it in an unrelated ritual. Yeah. Because yeah. that, that's what it looks like they're doing. Yeah. It doesn't look like they're specifically trying to summon the Sanderson sisters. Maybe they are. I don't know. I, I think Izzy's just like, oh, let's do it. Oh, or maybe she might be sceptical and she'd be like, look at what I'm doing. I'm lighting the candle. And Becca will be like, no. And then well, Sanderson sisters are summoned. But in the trailer, we see them crowded around the candle. Yeah, they're so crowded around the candle I and guess they're not specifically work. lighting it from the looks of it. Yeah. Or maybe they do. But the candle goes black once they finish their ritual. They do a ritual and then the, the candle flame turns black then sort of like red cracks appear in the ground mm-hmm. and then presumably the ground opens up and out pops the Sanderson sisters. Yes. So you're, you're in agreement there? Yep, in agreement there. So they're just doing some unrelated ritual. Unrelated ritual? Mm, I think they're doing it with the intention of summoning them, not realizing that it will actually work. Yeah, maybe they think they can communicate with the Sanderson sisters. Yeah. Not, you know, like a Ouija board almost, not bring them yeah, back that's to right. life. So, but they actually bring them back to and life. And they're like, oh no. And I guess if, if, you're a, if you're an aspiring witch and you've heard all these things about the Sanderson sisters... 
and you're just like, okay, this candle, presumably, even though I'm a little cynical and it might not work, but this mm-hmm. candle will bring them back for a day. I can bring them back for a day. We can hang out. I can learn all about how they to be a witch. Teach, yeah, they can and then they magic. can go away and yeah. not realizing how, quote unquote, dangerous they actually are. Yeah, that's right. So when the Sanderson sisters come back to life, obviously they're their regular wacky selves. Yep, they're chewing every scene. They're, they're almost thirty years older, so they look a lot older and tireder in this movie. Yeah, people in the YouTube video comments were saying like, "I can't believe they look exactly the same," and I was just like, oh. <laughs> "They look a lot tireder." <laughs> Which is what I thought. Yeah, anyway, it was like maybe young actors, but I think so. You know when like at cast. the start of Hocus Pocus, the original movie, where they had like old age yes, makeup yes, to make yes. them, they don't need that anymore. No, 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 no. <laughs> they'll need the makeup to make them look younger. <laughs> CGI, man. Yeah, uh, maybe de-aging, but yeah. So the Sanderson sisters rock up at this point. They mm-hmm. they burst out of the ground, flourish out. They're like, "Ah, oh, we're back again." Yep, <laughs> overacting, overacting. Mm-hmm. The other two are like, duh, 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 <laughs> smashing their heads into each other. Stop making fun of them. <laughs> that was the love of my young life. They there, do, they do that themselves. <laughs> they make fun of themselves. That was, that was the Manny D awakening of like, oh, you're, noticing you're really women to marry. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sure. Kathy and Jimmy. She's all right. She's all right. She's pretty <laughs> with a sure. dog dog voice. I'm sure that's. And the I, Sylvester I'm, sure, I'm sure someone's into that. Yeah, I guess so. They look at that mouth and they're like, well. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Movie. so they're back. Their ultimate, you know, MO is to, uh, of course, do the spell that will bring them back permanently. The exact same thing, but they want the book. They want the book. They want the book. They call to the book, I imagine, when he calls to the book. And the book is one of the... It's sitting amongst the replica books that they have inside the magic shop. And uh, presumably, they get the book. It wouldn't be a movie if they didn't. Well, I think the kids have got to get the book, right? Yeah, I suppose so. And then they're chasing the kids for the book. Yeah, I like that. I like that. That's what happened in the original original movie. There has to be some differences. So, obviously, Izzy and Becca will lose the witches at the start. So, they see them. They're confronted by them. They, they've got to run away at some point. They do something wacky to distract the sisters so they get away. Because yeah. then the Sanderson sisters have to go to the Halloween carnival and, uh, you know, perform their song to, to get the adults out of the picture. Yeah. So, we've got to get them there. And we've got to get them there relatively soon, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I, and, and of course, we've got to mention that the, the kids will resurrect Billy Butcherson. Yeah, I think them. they'll use the magic... There you go. They got the magic book and they use that book to resurrect Billy Butcherson since they, they're aware that he uh, helped defeat them last time. Mm-hmm. Don't know how they know that. And I'm just trying to rope in Cassie in here because at the moment it's just Becky and... Um, Becca and Izzy. Be- Becca and, and Izzy. So, is there a way we can rope Cassie in there? Maybe they go to Cassie for help. Yeah. The mayor perhaps. has keys to everything, right? <laughs> Does he have a key to the city? I don't know. <laughs> in Salem. Well, presumably the mayor is involved with this carnival where the, right. the drag performance is, is scheduled to take place. Mm-hmm. And so Izzy might be there at the carnival with her friends. Something will happen at the carnival to bewitch everybody. Maybe her friends get bewitched, but Cassie is able to sort of get away. Yes. She teams up with Becca and Izzy to help them out. Great, love she's it. She's just there for the ride. Yeah, she's there for the ride. And she's then like, they make up. You know? And then and then she could be the, what's going on? What, this is crazy, yeah. da 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 et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, RuPaul's going to be the MC for this carnival. Sure, until the Sandersons take over and bewitch Sanderson's, everybody. Until the Sanderson sisters take over and, yeah, bewitch everybody. Uh, a lot of chaos, a lot of running around, a lot they of need chasing. children again, so they're going to sing the, you know, come little children, I'll take thee away. Absolutely, song. absolutely. This almost it's almost coming to the end of the movie, right? Mm, yeah. So we can't we kind of got the vague point of you know the, what what what's going to happen in the movie? They're chasing them around, and then I kind of feel like they're almost going to redeem the Sanderson sisters. But then part of me is like, well, that would be that would go against yeah. the original movie. But because they're such lovable characters and such cult icons, 
That's why I kind of thought maybe this witch would be the real bad guy at the end. And the oh Sanderson yeah, we've got to work that witch in. And then the Sanderson sisters will come in and save the day, maybe reluctantly, right? And then we can love the Sanderson sisters. That, I think that's a good theory. However, I think I still prefer the idea of like the witch being a fraud. Like maybe they go to her, like the Sanderson sisters, like hear about this witch woman. Everyone in the town believes that she may actually be a witch. She sort of gives this air of being a mysterious witch woman, and they go to her, and it turns out oh, I'm not actually a witch. I just do like seances and. Yep. Uh, Whatever witches do, smoke a lot of weed. <laughs> <laughs> Though that that's a little anticlimactic. Um, I can, it would be funny. It'd be it would be better if you know it feels more Hollywood. Let's just say if she actually was a witch, if she did turn out to be a witch, and she helped you know Becca, Cassie, and Izzy defeat the Sandersons. Oh uh, yes, that that would be cool. Um, another theory I just want to throw out: maybe the Sandersons. Oh, she's a good witch. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna throw something to you in the flashback. Mm-hmm. The Sand. The young Sanderson sisters talk in reverence about this great, great witch that's all powerful yep. that can, like, you know, control, do do all this crazy stuff, right? And we sure. might even see the witch in that flashback, and they're just like, "Wow, she's she's incredible." Whole movie takes place. The Sanderson sisters' goal, other than living forever and yep. getting witches, and but because they know that didn't go well last time, is they're going to try to resurrect that witch, and that's what's going to be at the end of the movie. So they resurrect the big bad witch that can. Control all the children and make them live forever and da-da-da-da-da. I, I liked elements of that, but I, I think it would be better if she was more of a heroic character rather than- The like witch? A, yeah. Well, the, the thing I was going to put- like if she was there the whole movie and we were sort of like, she was unassuming to the oh. audience and then at the end it's revealed that like, so, oh, she is actually a witch the whole time and she can help them Cause what, yeah, cause, get rid of the Sandersons. Yeah, okay. So she's there the whole way through and doesn't get resurrected. Because they describe her as a mysterious and sinister woman. Why yeah. would they tell us that she's sinister if, uh, if they're not trying to mislead us there? That's true. That's true. Because the thing I was going to say was that then the Sanderson sisters, when they resurrect the witch, decide to go against that and help our good guys but if take down the witch. But if describe her as mysterious no. if it was that blatant Absolutely. As well. Absolutely. So, yeah. Okay. Scratch that. It was worth a thought. Yeah. Put it out there in the sure. podcast. But, yeah. So, maybe maybe she's an unassuming woman. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, she comes and, and helps our good guys. But I really think it's got to be Becca that yeah, of course. defeats the, yeah, of the course. witches. So. This witch will just be a source of knowledge for Becca and will help her, you know, go over the line, embrace her witch powers. I like that that's something we're set on. There's no evidence or information on this at all beyond the, you know, that they describe her as an aspiring witch. Yeah. But we're dead set on her actually becoming a witch by the yeah, end of the movie. And, and maybe the end of the movie, and it would be kind of cool, is that it sets up that the witch is going to be the mentor to Becca. So yeah, I like once that. Once you get rid of this, the Sanderson sisters, Becca gets to be a witch and she gets to train with, yeah. you know, do like a, little, like a little Harry Potter-esque kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, a mini Hogwarts yeah, in yeah, Salem. But, yeah, so she's like, I'm going to teach you everything I know they're about gonna be being good a witch. witches. But absolutely, they're going to be good Not witches. Not soul-sucking evil witches and, like the Sandersons. maybe Becca, uh, through the movie, she uses the book, she gets to use magic and that's how she kind of gradually just sort of gets the better of the Sanderson sisters and at the end she gets rid of each Sanderson sister. And Billy Butcherson sister. helps them. Of course, Billy Butcherson is He's there. He's there to hold their coats. <laughs> He's there just chasing them around. His as head well. falls off. Yeah, of course, of like course. Like they did twice in the in the first movie. Uh, but maybe Becca learns how to defeat each Sanderson sister using their powers. Um, like maybe she uses a song to entice um, Sarah. Maybe. She, uses she does a rank fart to throw <laughs> off uh, Mary. She tracks, yeah, she uses smell to track in uh, Mary and I don't know what you would do with Winnie. Use Whatever. the book. Use the book to defeat her. Yeah. <laughs> get her to get her to fly into a, uh, a cemetery, a, into a power lines, and get electrocuted. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Uh, also, another funny bit when they went, the water sprinklers went off, and they thought it was like the. The, uh, the raining of fire or whatever they call yeah, it. Yeah, that was the first thing I was like, uh-oh. You didn't think that was funny? No. I thought that was funny. 
I think you have a lot of nostalgia for this movie that I don't have. A lot of childhood well, I don't, memories. I don't remember any... Well, I didn't remember any of it until I watched it again and I was like, oh, yeah. Well, this is coming from the man who thinks Spider-Man 3 is a genius <laughs> movie, so I'm not surprised. So it comes from a very, very expertise. Yeah, uh, exactly. From a world of knowledge. <laughs> yeah. All right. It sounds like we've got a lot of the beats of this movie. Let's just round it out. Okay. Let's let's save the day and see what happens. Yep. So they, they, they defeat them. They turn into stone. So how do they defeat them? It's going to be through magic, right? Yes, it has so to be So they're going to magic. defeat them permanently this time. Yeah. Rather than just, you know, the sun comes up and they turn into dust. Mm-hmm. So Becker is able to use a spell which will... From the book? Yeah, presumably from the book. Why not? You're keen on that. It could be just from her budding magical ability, metaphor for puberty, whatever. It could be something the witch gives her. It's like, here's yeah. this missing page for the book that's ri- ripped off. Yeah. <gasps> that's our flashback. They rip off a page of the book. This will defeat us forever. Yeah, exactly. We don't want anyone to be able to potentially defeat us in the future. And it's in our spell book, so we don't want to do it either. <laughs> so let's rip it and get rid of it. That's yep. a great idea. Yep. I like yep. that. Yep. And then the witch is like, look what I found. And then they're like, you'd, you'd have to be like a, a, a powerful, skilled witch to be able to pull off that spell. But then, of course, Becca does it because she's an aspiring witch. Yep. She comes into her powers and she's able to use this spell to permanently banish the Sanderson sisters. Mm. Maybe they do. Maybe they actually go through with doing the spell that that brings them back permanently. So there's actually like a conflict there. Yeah. So they just won't disappear at daytime now. Yes. I like it. So let's say that happens as yep. well. Let's say that happens. So that means that the Sanderson sisters would have to kill one of the children in in modern day. And uh, oh, what did they do? They had to have the child drink the potion. They had to drink the potion, and then the the child would glow, and then they'd breathe the life force from the child. Yeah, I guess so. And then that lets them stay around permanently. Yeah, according so to the spell, they suck the 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 youth, the life out of the child. The child dies, and then they yeah. they kind of regenerate. They they get more life. I think. Yeah, they're able to stick around more than just one day. Yeah. Well, it's just one night, actually. Yeah. Well, it depends on how many children they suck up. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, so they've they've absorbed like the child's essence and they've they've gained the ability to stay around longer, which is why they need to be banished permanently. Because yes. the sun coming up just won't defeat them. Yes. So we know this. Becky uses the the spell that she's learnt that can defeat them. Yeah, and and you know they they they're able to live, but they want to look young and beautiful. They're vain as well. Remember yeah. that that's something part of their yeah, character. Yeah, that's right. So and good old Billy Butcherson. He goes back into his coffee, shakes their hands, and goes yep. back to his coffin. Yep. And then he and then he rests, and we're all, we're all happy. I I want to just because I know we're going to give ourselves points for this in the future. Mm. So I just want to say a few things. They'll definitely get on their broomsticks at one stage. Yep. They'll definitely get on things oh. that aren't broomsticks at yes. one stage. So uh, wouldn't it be great if they went on like those you know those modern stick vacuum cleaners? Yeah. That you plug into the wall. <laughs> if they have a riding around on those, they're riding riding on modern scooters or something. Um, oh, they're on segways flying through the air. And there'll be a little bit of fish out of water comedy, especially with the modern A little day. bit, huh? Well, yeah, I think there will be a, a lot. lot. But because um, it's the modern age, right? People so have, have phones. Like, smartphones and stuff yeah. now. And of course, the witches are going to be flabbergasted by like, that. what is this magic? What is this? People are talking on Instagram or whatever fake social media they're going to throw mm. out there about the witches and stuff. And, uh, you know, Sarah can get a dating profile and go on Tinder or something. Yeah, maybe. And date, <laughs> date Maddie D. Yeah. Happy ending for everybody. Happy ending for everybody. So I think that's all we pretty much need to say, to be honest. Yeah, I think I think I think we got Cassie I think, and, and Becca become good friends yes, again. Everyone becomes friends and we have a nice little moment where they all acknowledge each other and what they've done and Yeah. Da da. Happy ending. Happy ending. I think I think that's pretty much gonna be the movie. I think it's pretty gonna much. it's gonna follow the So same. that feels very similar to the first movie. And I think the movie will be very similar to the yeah, first I movie. Yeah, I agree with you hundred percent. 
they're not gonna they're not gonna go out on a risk here. They know the audience of this movie is either children, which will you, you just got to spoon feed them just stuff to keep them occupied, and people that and like given the our uh, history with Star Wars and Disney, yeah. we know that they very much lean into nostalgia and you know following beats from stuff that we've yeah, seen before. Yeah. So why wouldn't they do that? Exactly, here? and they know if they just give the same movie again, just like an updated version, people will be happy enough with that. They'll be sure, like, cool, yeah. this is a movie that's aimed to be just a movie that people play on, you know, in an afternoon and yeah, not really, right. you know, so it's not no, Halloween night, you know, Halloween night. Yeah. Something to play with your, if you, you know, if you watch that movie, play with your kids, play that movie with your kids and just sit there, watch it, not really take too much in, you know, yeah, maybe exactly. do like a marathon of both of them. So, yeah. So what you're saying, it's not worth expelling a whole heap of mental energy, trying to get every single minor detail in this movie. Well, when we I, just know it's going to be a I, retread. I just don't think they're going to do anything different. Happy to be proven wrong. And you know what? I don't think they need to do anything different. No, they don't. No. And if they're smart, they wouldn't. I mean, if they're smart, they'd do something entirely new. But yeah, uh, if this was coming out in cinemas, I would say completely different. But because it's going on streaming services, I just feel they're just going to retread the first yeah, that's movie, right. pump that out. And there. you said it, it is not true to the characters to make the Sanderson sisters good guys. Yeah, even though I'm tempted. Yeah, I would- that would be the easy route. Yes, and I think that's a very good theory. But I just don't think it's true to the characters. True, and I don't think it's something they do. No, if they're smart. Yes. Because why would you want to redeem child killers? <laughs> True, they did kill a child at the at the in the original movie. That so was a good really joke when the the child was dead and like the people came around to you know lynch the sisters. Which by the way, it was first thing in the morning, and then when they hang them, it's night time. Mm-hmm. Yes, did it take them all day to put them up on the road? They're just hanging out there, literally. Yeah, but yeah. So the, when they the the townsfolk come around to confront the witches, they're they're trying to hide the child's dead body, and then Mary just sort of like loosely throws like a sheet over the dead body. <laughs> I thought that was great. Anyway, so that was our Hocus Pocus 2 plot. Yes. Very loose, if you ask me, but I think we've got a few elements that may end up being in the movie. So you, the dear listener, what are your thoughts on the original Hocus Pocus movie? Is it a beloved Halloween classic for you? And what do you think is going to happen in the plot of Hocus Pocus 2? Are you excited to see it? Do you think they should just leave this franchise alone and let the original movie stand on its own? Or are you excited to see a sequel? Yeah, should have been done earlier because I feel like it probably should have been, but... You know? Yeah, they didn't have any good ideas until right now. It's like a, it's a real Bill and Ted face the music situation. <laughs> Absolutely. It took them 29 years to come up with a plot that was worthy of the scene. Yeah, sequel. a lot of expectations here. Absolutely. So, yeah, you can write in and let us know any of your thoughts. You can send us an email at potentialspoilerspod at gmail.com. You can find us on our social media pages, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Or you can just simply leave us a comment on this episode's page on our Podbean site. Plenty of places you can let us know your thoughts. Send us a curse. Curse us. Curse us. For that terrible introduction we did today. <laughs> It was a curse that way. I think somebody has voodoo Curses dolls. For, for, for crackers and the frog man. <laughs> if people have voodoo dolls of us that are making us uh, do a shit podcast, I think that's yeah. what they're like. Burr, 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 like yeah, moving it's, the Sanderson, it's the Sanderson sisters. <laughs> so before we wrap it up for another week, let's continue on the Halloween spirit and bring up what we're going to be discussing next week. Let's. So next week, of course, we're returning to another installment of Actual Spoilers, where we go back and look at a plot that we covered in the past, very long time ago in the past, all the way back in 2020, Wow. and see how close we got to predicting the actual movie. Now, this movie, of course, is going straight to streaming, but the very first time that we talked about a straight-to-streaming movie, of course, was when we talked about Antebellum. And, of course, that's the movie that we're going back to revisit next week. So, yes, this is a movie we've we've spoken about on air as being yes. the worst movie that we've ever watched that's right. and covered. Now, maybe our opinions have changed. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> we're going to have to rewatch it to discover this it. This was a painful experience, yes. I'm already saying so. I'm still standing by the fact that this was the worst movie we've ever covered, and we're going to talk all about it next week. Yes. So I'm super excited so, to get into every single thing in that movie. That sucks. Go watch so much of it. <laughs> go watch that movie. I mean, if you don't watch that movie, 
<laughs> Wikipedia, you, we forgive you this time. We forgive you this time. Wikipedia, the plot or something, but. We're going to have to watch this yes, again. Yes, that's right. Oh, let's watch it together. We're going to watch it together. We're going to have a few beers. It's going to be a real celebration. Yeah, let's drink a lot. Um, and we'll talk all about that and what we got right, what mm. it got right. <laughs> yeah. Nothing. I can't wait to talk about it. So, yeah, join us next week for that. But until then. Uh-oh. Uh, bye Ladies! <laughs>